Welcome back to Hospitality Queens with your favorite two hospitality gurus. I'm Erin. What up? It's Whitney. And welcome back to another episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy Monday. Happy Tuesday. Happy 8-8 day. There you go. Cheers to that. How are you today? Amazing. I love Mondays. And we have this cool popsicle cocktail that we're trying. I made mine with a mango popsicle, a shot of De Leon tequila, Reposado. And I actually poured a blood orange cider over the top. So a lot of cool things going on here. Um, And it's pretty good. Nice. I did the same. I just did um, the mango popsicle with Espelon um, Blanco tequila. I did some orange bitters and then a little bit of margarita mix. And I used the Zing Zang margarita mix, which is actually a really good margarita mix if you're just mm-hmm. looking for a, a good one as well as Bloody Marys. So, so I'm feeling uh, very mango-ish right now. Yeah, mine... I don't know. I taste more of my blood orange um, cider, but it may need time to like melt and get in there. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bad taste because I really love the cider. So I'm cool with it. So uh, what is your week in hospitality? What was it looking like? Last week uh, was a little bit of a crumble, but it was still a, a great week. Um, got to do... <clears throat> some cool events however i got to you know indulge in a um hospitality meeting you know uh, with different workers and that was a fun eye-opener i could say um to really understanding the importance of leadership and the workplace and how people conduct meetings and how easy you get sidetracked Mm um so our meeting went from like topics we should have talked about to like a whole bunch of other things that took longer. So we never really got to the nitty gritty of what we really need to get there for him. So after that, mm-hmm. my brain power was over. Um, <laughs> I was just like, I can't deal with it anymore. Um, and then I worked over the weekend and also realized that that meeting could have been so effective if we would have stayed on topic because I had to work after with that same company and it just felt like the shifts did not go well. So mm. it was a quite an interesting uh, full circle moment all in one week to realize if you implement um, a meeting and you want to do new systems or you want to do anything new in your restaurant or establishment, how are you making sure that you execute that? How are you making sure that you follow up with that? And did people actually listen to you? Because when it comes mm-hmm. down to work, they listen, yes or no. So mm-hmm. quite interesting week in hospitality to see that full circle moment and to just see that there's so much work to do um, in our arenas. Yeah. So. Yeah, very true. You got to have like the follow up. Um of the meeting, like managers, making sure everything's implemented, like somebody who's there. 
um, or even a recap. I like having like some form of like pam not pamphlet or like the next work shift. Like that's why like the pre-shift meetings are good to like remind everybody of like what was said and things like that. So yeah, those things are really important. Uh, for me, my recap in hospitality, I feel like I had a good week. Um, I actually went to this really cool vegan market over the weekend. Um, and I saw it on Instagram, but one of my coworkers, she has her own coffee business and she mentioned it when we were at work and I'm like, dude, I'm already going. So it was so cool to see her and her element. She always makes me iced coffee. Any shift that we work together is always fire. So I was so excited to like see her whole setup. Um, and her line was the longest line there. So I had to wait a little bit before I could um, even get to her and shout out to the Charleston Cup and um, got to get some coffee from her. I got some protein bars um, from another company. I just uh, posted a reel. So follow me on Instagram, WhitneyWhite1 underscore, so you can see all the cool businesses that um, I went to. We got some, um, some cool desserts. I got this peach cheesecake. Jonah got this like birthday cake, vanilla parfait thing that was really good. There was a, a food truck, but the line was long. Um, and we, on the way there, we saw this other restaurant that I was like, okay, we're going to go there that I've heard Jonah talking about because he watches a lot of YouTube and like restaurant reviews. Ironic. And, um, there's a restaurant he kept talking about called Freddy's. And a lot of the restaurant reviews that he watches are like places that are in California, Arizona, like not places that are here. So when I saw the place at Freddy's, I was like, oh my God, this is the place Jonah's been talking about. But I asked around and it's like a new, it's new and it's not in the area that we live in. So if I never came to this vegan market, I would have never seen it. Um, so uh, we went there after the vegan market and it was cool. I'm actually going to post another video of the review of us eating at Freddy's. Um, we're going to go back cause they have like a whole other like dessert menu and like frozen custards that look really cool. So Jonah actually asked today if we can go to Freddy's. I'm like, maybe we'll go next week and we'll just have like a dessert date, um, at Freddy's cause it, cause the desserts look really cool. So that was really fun um, to get into as well. Kind of a little surprise, little Freddy's moment on the way. So if you've ever eaten at Freddy's, they have like, I guess their specialty is like their custards and it's like steak burgers. So that's their like claim to fame type thing. So it was a pretty cool, cool little thing that they got going on in there. So shout out to Freddy's. Nice. That sounds good. So is it vegan or is it just regular? No, this was not a part of the place. It was on the way okay. we saw it. Yeah. Gotcha. No, it's sounds, not vegan. Sounds good. Love that. I tried I, a True uh, Kitchen this weekend um, and it was really good. I've never been there. I'm pretty sure they're all over the United States now, but it's just a fresh concept. Mm -hmm. um, and the server was telling me, that like they make them like learn where everything is uh, sourced from. And mm -hmm. then going there is like taking a course because you have to learn every product, where it's sourced from, 
you know, all the, the process of like cooking it and stuff. So I thought that mm-hmm. was really awesome that um, they do a lot of local stuff, but make their staff really be knowledgeable about that because you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the food was really great. Service was amazing. Um, got some edamame dumplings and it came more like in a kind of like a wonton soup kind of thing. It was more soup mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. driven, but it was delicious. And then had um, a blackened sea bass so good so shout outs to i don't remember the server's name but she was awesome it was very casual but when you go in there you feel like you don't feel like it's a restaurant which was really nice mm-hmm. it's kind of more like a farm to table kind of thing so mm. really, oh my really god fun. i was at work was that saturday i think it was saturday and i had i was just like running food to someone's table and um these girls were like you're such a vibe and i was like what they're like we've been watching you just killing it outside on the patio. And I was like, oh my God, you're so sweet. Um, and they were like, they asked me for stuff. So I like came back and they were just so really just nice and just giving compliments and, and stuff like that. And they were like, no, we're in the business. And like, we see you working hard, you're doing your damn thing. And I was like, okay, you gotta follow follow uh, my podcast and all that. They're like, what? So we follow each other. And it was just so funny seeing like watching her story and seeing them at dinner and then they went out downtown they're late and like they're she looks like a lot of fun so um shout out to them i can't remember her name off the top of my head but it's just cool i get a lot of compliments at work from people like who aren't my tables they'll just stop and just tell me compliments like that or you're so pretty or whatever but um i'm happy that i always have the vibes i don't know i guess it's just in me i can't help it but um but yeah, especially if, when you're hot, sweaty, running around, it feels good to get those compliments because I know I'm doing a great job <laughs> already. So it's cool to get those uh, those um, compliments. And I found this restaurant story, and this is really funny. Texas Roadhouse, and I just posted something about Texas Roadhouse on our story. It was like eating at Texas Roadhouse. You eat the bread, then you eat the salad, then your food comes and you can't eat because you fool from the bread and the salad. I'm like, that's facts for sure. But Texas Roadhouse, customers are pissed off at them because they are giving customers incentives for snitching on servers. So apparently they have this new thing. If your server doesn't... Um, offer you or or if your server doesn't suggest toppings for steak and potatoes inform the manager to receive a free appetizer so something like that i probably wouldn't even think of but it's caused like an uproar from customers saying it's bullshit and that's not on them to be reporting what they're not doing so i'm like okay i mean i like that the customers are taking a stand like we're not down for that but i i don't know if i would have really thought of it as snitching, but um, people are like, it's unethical. Like people are really going in on Texas Roadhouse about this concept. So I'm like, all right. I mean, I, I guess I'm here for it because we're on the side of this of the servers, but people think that it's tacky um, and trashy to snitch on the server. So 
Yeah, I think that's oh, definitely not the best yeah. approach because it's like at the end of the day, what if your server is busy? Because that type of establishment does get like it's busy. People love that shit. So I feel like you don't like a server could be overwhelmed with multiple tables and trying to do that. So it's just, they're gonna forget something. So it's not okay yeah. for you to have their table find a flaw to also right. lower their tip because you're just adding fuel to the fire. I don't like that. Because mm-hmm. like someone has also said like <clears throat> people could or could abuse it because people a thousand percent a free and appetizer <laughs> and the Texas Roadhouse clientele no no shade but. They gonna say whatever to get that free app, right? And how do you even verify something like that? It's like right, they could be lying. So now it's theirs. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's sticky. Yeah, they need to go back to like back in the day they did secret shoppers. um, Yeah, and just have people secret shop if you want to really know the 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 quality of it. because yeah and if that's the only way that they're gonna upsell then y'all got bigger fish to fry it shouldn't just be about the toppings on something it should be drinks it should be suggested selling it should be a mm-hmm. lot of different things versus other things one the toppings so, on potatoes and steak like because really nine times out of ten potatoes. if they want them toppings they gonna ask for that bacon side cream yeah. extra but like they gonna get it so like yeah yeah sure. they could have they could have came at it a different way for sure texas roadhouse yeah but when i was looking at that real today i'm like dang that bread looking good but i don't need it i don't need that bread but i, was I haven't had it in a long time about their bread but i'm not a bread person like that really like out and I know everybody loves, what is that, that cinnamon butter, whatever that butter is that people used to yeah, like? Yeah, it's kind of like every place that has, like, bread. Damn, what's the other one? Oh, Charlie's. It's, like, the same type of thing to me. Like, oh, Charlie's bread, Texas Roadhouse bread. It's all the same to me, but. Um, yeast rolls. I don't think we have a Charlie's. I've never heard of Charlie's. Oh, Charlie's. Yeah. Oh, Charlie's. So, oh, Charlie's. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's kind of like the same to me. Just any bread that you get at a restaurant, nine times the tip. Like I don't think I've ever had a bad bread. Like Outback, like you know Outback bread. Like you know it's bread, bread before you eat. Um, there's always something to it that's um, that's good to have one time for the one time if you haven't had it in a really long time. So it's like a nostalgic, like Red Lobster biscuits, nostalgic. They're all in the same arena for me. So, yeah. Shout out to the bread. Get that bread. Get that bread. Shout out to that. Um, very interesting um, approach with Texas Roadhouse. I wonder if they could do, like, if they watch people not, like, helping other tables. One thing that I can't stand is looking at the table next to me and seeing like a whole bunch of plate, like their table really clustered because no one clears the table mm-hmm. because they're just, or like, you know, there's like a lot of brunch buffets and things like that. Um, and they just have piles and piles of food and dirty dishes. And like, so when you're bringing more food, it's just more and more food with no cleaning of the area. Yeah, um, pretty much. I think, what, what happened can they, they uh, need to have something with the cleanliness. That's that's what they need to keep an eye on. You said of like the table or like you said of like a... The table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just pre-buzzing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. And it's like, 
maybe your restaurant needs a server assistant. You need busters because mm -hmm. they're so busy that they can't. They have so many tables that they can't come back to the table. And sometimes tables are really annoying. Like I'll make sure like, okay, are we done with this? And sometimes they say no, and it goes, literally goes untouched. And that's very annoying. Mm -hmm. I could have took this off the table, mm -hmm. but you told me that you weren't done with it, but everything about this plate looks the same. So that could be a thing. I find it sometimes with tables that have kids, it's harder to pre-bus for some reason, because there's just a lot of shit going on with the kids. Kids are like very, kids can be slow eaters or still want to munch on things. So you can't really take things. I think every table is different when it comes to the pre-bus. Um, but for the most part, it really just comes down to the steps of service and just, you got to have your flow. You got to have your, find your groove with your section and how you're going to attack. And I don't mind asking for help. I'll ask, like we have server assistants and sometimes they're very spacey and they'd be doing stuff that's not important. And I'm like, Hey, can you help me uh, clean this table? Hey, can you put this? Like, I will ask, I don't give a fuck because the table needs it. So you need to do this. You need to do this because I'm doing a million other things and I can't get to it because I got a million tables and they all over the place. So I'm gonna need your help. So I, I do not have a problem asking anybody for help. So yeah, it just comes down to just knowing your shit and communication. Like it's not, I would rather ask for the help than everyone being like, what the fuck? Like she ain't doing like all, you know what I'm saying? Like I just, there's, you gotta just mm -hmm. ask for help when you need yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely ask for help. Um, I think that's always a struggle. Sometimes people don't like to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And then they go down. And it's also funny because you can see the strengths and weaknesses in different people and different stuff. So, mm -hmm. for example, I was working this weekend and this one person got super weeded with like really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and then like, you know, I get stuff, my party's coming in and I have a table like on the opposite side, whatever. They're like, oh my gosh, are you good? Do you need help? I'm like, yes, I'm fine. You know, like I'm going to... Mm -hmm ask for help but people everyone has like different steps of services if you know you have a party that's talking and chitter chatting and going in their way in that could be you could come back to them because they're going to be mm -hmm. a minute you know they already introduced myself so they know i exist but that's not going to be first priority because they're mingling they're all over the place and that's mm -hmm. how that's how you get caught up in talking mm -hmm. or distracted so i like made sure everybody else was good but a couple times while they're still figuring out their life and then I could give them my attention that way nothing falls behind. So it's really like mm -hmm. that time management too. Mm -hmm. Being able to be like, what's more important here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what something that you kind of just have to figure out on your own. Like mm -hmm. some things like you can tell, you can try to give someone pointers, a million pointers, but you, sometimes you just, it just, you have to find out through your own experience of what is best mm -hmm. for you. You gotta, you may have to get knocked down. You, you have to go through it to really figure out, damn, you're gonna have to learn from those mistakes. There was a server that we have and he, we weren't busy at all. He maybe had, he had three tables and one table, like I believe the hostess got them waters and he literally walked by them a million times, never 
went to the table and the table asked me who their server was and was like asking me just like general questions about things and like you know talking to them I answered and I went and told them like hey this is your table like you need to go to them so whatever I'm not thinking about it like I I don't step on toes like unless it's like something where I'm like I'm walking by and I can see I can pick up a plate like I'm not really like fucking with other people's tables like that it's just that's not that's not my shit you know so after I told you that's your table, I'm thinking you're there. He never went to the fucking table and they left. And this girl was like, well, why don't you take the table? Because we are not busy. Like we literally are not busy and there's no reason on this God greens earth that why he did not go to the table. I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know. So had I known it was going to be like that, which I would have never known that, yeah, I would have taken the table, but he had three tables. That's not busy at all. Like, so I would have, I don't know, but I just hated that. I'm like, I hope they don't leave a review. <laughs> like, I just, it was just, I felt so bad, but people like that, like time management, you don't, you clearly did not know how to time yourself. You got too busy doing something that wasn't important. You could have literally touched that table and gotten a drink order easy, put it in and someone else could have ran your drinks. Like it, simple, simple to me, but maybe for them, for him, not simple. Maybe he was in the right. weeds. I don't know, but that is another thing. Communication. Hey, I can't get to this table. Can you get their drink order real quick? Mm-hmm. Easy. Mm-hmm. I've had plenty of coworkers who say, Hey, here's my number. Can you get this table's order for me? I got you. Like, done so yeah communication is key or like when you can't find somebody like I don't understand where you can't find that person and you clearly see someone there like I don't mind saying hey your server will be right out or you know whoever will be right with you like can I get you started with like up some water or something just so Mm -hmm. they know that someone's been there um, mm-hmm. and this one girl, I did that for her because it's literally right next to some people I'm dealing with. And I hate the awkwardness. I don't like that. Cause I wouldn't want to feel awkward mm-hmm. and not acknowledge. Um, uh, she's like, Oh my gosh, like, are, are you like a section buddy? Like a real section buddy? She was shook that anybody helped her because that's not the, the culture of that particular establishment. Like mm-hmm. people aren't helpful at all like into the point where they'll just get in there like it's like oh i'm trying to find you to to, for you to do it it's like yes you know great but at the end of the day we still all work together and if you treat this one guest right they're going to come back again and it might be my time where i have them yeah and people never think about the returning guests and when when people go out to eat you want to have a good experience so you return Mm -hmm. that's like the best thing I was telling someone the other day, like, this girl I know, she came in with a friend, like, a few months ago, and then, like, a few weeks later, I saw her dad, and then a few weeks later, like, I didn't have them, but I just saw them just going to their table, I saw her brother, and I'm like, that's lit, because I know she told them about it, and it's spreading through her whole family, Mm -hmm. she had a good time, whatever, and now, like, it really matters, and that's why I think we had, like, I think I talked about it, where we had these ladies, it was her 60th birthday party, and the server was rude to them, and da 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 da. And the server felt like the manager didn't um, take up for the server. And it's like, yeah, but no, like this, these ladies had a bad experience. There's a party of 10. So these 10 women go tell 10 people, and then like that's 
not good for business. I have to make sure that I turn this around for them. Like you are not even, <laughs> you're the one that created this negative experience for them. Like, yes, I'm going to ride for the employee. I mean, for the customer, because that can fuck us. That's a table of 10. Like we got to make sure we're on point and we make sure that they, they tell a positive review or tell their friends something positive instead of whatever you you gave them so yeah that that really that really matters and that was the a big thing that she was telling us um because she talked about it she was like if you are having an issue with the table tell someone come tell me get help from somebody so we can help each other like no one should have a bad experience here at all period you shouldn't as a server and neither should the customer and i'm like yeah that makes total sense so yeah 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 yeah. we gotta communicate kids <laughs> yeah easier said than done um but i think with management you know it's just so important that they do those table touches and i want to bring that back in hospitality at the true kitchen or true food kitchen they manager came and did a table touch but she actually like stayed and had a little bit of a conversation and mm-hmm. invited us back the next day and gave us a suggestive sell to try something next time we come i love that because more they can always like oh is everything okay and they can walk away but yeah. to stop and you know how was this how was that you know you should really try this and we're open for lunch like making a joke it was really nice mm-hmm. to see because you just don't see that you don't see the personality in your management anymore and it's mm-hmm. really important because that's something that's a lasting memory for me i can't wait to go back and try more mm-hmm. things can't and i know it's like with the communication thing and stuff is like easier said than done but it's like we here for the money like you know like remember why are we here so it's like it's easier said than done, but we got to fucking do it. <laughs> we want to make the money, you know? So it's like, we got to put any of that shit to the side. And like, cause if you don't, if you can't ask for help or you don't want to, you need to find another place to work or another something because like restaurant, working in a restaurant is about a team. Like it's all a big, big thing. It's all about teamwork. You can't really be like a I, I, I person working in a restaurant. You just, it's not going to really work out for anybody in any, any aspect of the restaurant. It's not, it's going to be a bad thing. So you're going to have to find out real soon that you'll make, you need to make it easy to just humble yourself and ask for help. Cause I'm sure your coworkers or there's someone asking you for help. Like I'm sure. And it's not a bad thing to ask for help. It's not like I, it's it's lit to ask for help. I feel so. And it makes you. It kind of creates a bond with your, with your teammates too. Like you can feel like okay, I can trust them. They got my back. Like, I think it's a good thing for the ecosystem, to um to ask for help and be helpful. Like we have a new the same server that walk by the um, the guests, like he's kind of new and like every shift I work for him, I'm always trying to help him like give him little tips. Like, okay, when I work inside, this is what I do. And this makes it easier. He was like, I, he's like, I really appreciate that. I'm like, yeah, I got you. Like, if you need anything, I got you. Like, ask me, he don't ever have no paper. I'm always bringing extra server books, what you need, like, just ask me. So, cause I've been there and I'm still there. I'm always learning. I'm not, a perfect anything so 
I, and I always say, like, I just make a joke. And if I don't know something about something on the menu or something behind the bar, I'm like, okay, don't dog me. I know I should know this, but what is this? <laughs> and what is in that? Like, and they laugh and they just tell me, like, just, I don't know, just do it. Because it's better to know than to not know. And then you look dumb. So. Yeah. And you're going to yeah. forget things too. Like, like yeah. when you're busy or you've been you haven't sold this particular item in a long time it's natural to forget something um you're not gonna know but it's you know it's so interesting to see like the the old school hospitality versus the new school hospitality this different genre of people Mm um i've been getting to work with a lot of old heads lately Mm -hmm. and they're stuck in their ways it's all the things i've done it's all, all the things I've done. And it's like, it's nice. Yeah, you have that knowledge, but it's so nice as well to grow from your basic stuff 20 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, aren't you tired of the drinks from 20 years ago? I'm yeah. tired of the drinks from two years ago. So yeah. why you ain't tired with the same drinks and cocktails from 20 years ago? And why do you have to continue to remind people all of your accolades in the the hospitality world. Like, I don't need to know all your hospitality accolades. And I know, I've learned there's different types of people that like to give you the rundown. Mm -hmm. Usually it's your your seasoned bartenders, you know, or your server Mm -hmm. that's just done every fine dining concept ever. They didn't want to tell Mm -hmm. you the stories and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's always just interesting um, to hear. And I feel like, I've learned that managers don't know how to control the room. Like they don't know how to um, control the staff necessarily to say like back in the day, I felt like they did. I feel like I really don't recall having really a lot of issues in that area. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like people are a little bit more sensitive because no one really wants to work anymore. So it's like, they kind of have to be a little bit lighter with people because no one wants to work and they're trying to keep their staff. So they have to, kind of soften the tone a little bit, which ultimately leaves, leaves them in a bad place. Yeah. The yeah. The tone um, was really happening. I remember the last like job I worked at, um, we were in training and they said, the senior or the tenured employees are the worst ones because they're lazy. Yes. They're mm-hmm. stuck in their ways. They just, mm-hmm. they're hard to manage. They're hard to teach new things. Yes. And that made me think of that because new people are hungry. They're excited to be there. Like it's a different vibe when you're like new, you're green, wet behind the ears. And other people don't do nothing by the book. They don't give a fuck. They don't found little ways to maneuver the system. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. yeah, the old ones. And then it's like, they just gotta go. It's like, they're just there kind of waiting waiting to trickle out. At right. that point. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. It's, the tenured ones just be with the shits. <laughs> they do. And, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, well, I mean, if you have all these accolades, why are you standing in front of me? I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why are you still, like, in the same position? Why are you, have you not grown or done anything else? But some people just don't want to. They don't. They don't. They don't. They, they're comfortable they don't. where they're at. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to do nothing else. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I get it, but I don't. But someone's someone's got to do it. They got to, you know, there's 
that space for that person. They need to be there to work on mm-hmm. Friday nights. <laughs> Every night for, for real. the past for seven real. years or for whatever. Real. So yeah. You know. Real talk. Real talk. It's <laughs> like, you know, it's so funny because everyone, you know, they they look for that weekend work. And I'm like, no, I don't really want weekend work like that because I do, I'm trying to do other things mm-hmm. on the weekends, like different stuff. So I'm like, no, I don't really want. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I don't want that. I don't want Saturday. I don't want that mm-hmm. unless it's like early because there's other things I could be doing mm-hmm. with my time because I'm not in the industry for that anymore. So mm-hmm. like over time you grow. I'm like I've worked so many nights, and if I work a weekend night, I know how much I want to make. Like I don't want to make mm-hmm. nothing less than that if I'm giving up my weekend. Like it just mm-hmm. comes with the territory from going from corporate to hospital, you know, to being a service mm-hmm. industry. It's like no, you have your weekends. You can do everything. You can make that money, do what it do during the week. So they can have on weekends. Everyone's like, do you have weekend availability? Mm, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a nutshell, but that's just my preference. I mm-hmm. like to do other things. I like to switch it up. I don't like a, to be in the same place all the time. So mm-hmm. um, last week I actually got to do um, a a demo for ghost tequila which one day i'll make a cocktail with that and it was really nice however if i'm stuck doing whatever in a restaurant i can't go and have those experiences and taste liquor and do the things that i really enjoy so it's always about finding that balance for yourself mm-hmm. and what you like and you get to work by like what the water and stuff so your scenery it's giving it's giving mm-hmm. you got a good little mm-hmm. scenery vibe so if you're going to do it, do it. I loved working on the lake. That was a place I would be, I bartended on the lake and it was, I would work sun up to sundown. Like I enjoyed it because it was like being outside and yeah. everyone was just a little bit more happier and things like that. So it's like mm-hmm. those type of balances, you know, where you can have, um, that you enjoy your weekend as well. Yeah. And the last wor- restaurant I worked at years ago before that was at the beach. So yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like a good Mhm. Atmosphere versus like just regular. Now working in like a clothes, I don't know, like a mall or like a yeah. I don't know, standalone or something like that. Yeah. Mhm. Definitely. Tax free weekend was this past weekend, and I did not go out in the streets. the The traffic looked enough for me. It was enough for me, but I know that restaurants also get a lot of love in those daytime hours from stuff like Mm -hmm. that different holidays and things like that and it made me realize like people don't capitalize enough on it like obviously Mm -hmm. you know you with food it's not tax-free however you could go you can have like some back to school specials like during the week i would have happy hour all day for the adults you know two dollars off all kids meals type stuff you know promotions that people could do to get it in because after shopping all day, everybody gonna want to eat and they definitely mm-hmm. don't want to cook. Mm-hmm. They want to cook after shopping all day. Yeah. Fun fact: my restaurant doesn't even have a kids menu. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. even going front, but yeah, I, I think like I really like that they like, that. like. I like that they they did they do that because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of times. It's not a waste, but it's a waste. Like, and it's all, and most of the time, it's like a variation of something that's already on the menu anyway. So just get your kid mm-hmm. the burger, 
and do meat and cheese anyway. Like, mm-hmm. and it's your, and you're not, um, and you're not lowering your check because it's the same price. Right. If right. if Mama got a burger, so thank you. <laughs> I yeah. appreciate that. And kids these days be in steak anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I feel like a lot of places have went down with it, but when you think about it, most of the menus that they even put together are just like it's like ugh, this is trash. It's trash. Yeah, it's like it. butter noodles, chicken fingers, like, a burger. Yeah, like so. Don't make a special menu for trash. Like if you had something like cool or you know something fun that also spoke to your menu, now that would be awesome. Yeah. Right? Like if you make whatever you're supposed to use, make that in a kid healthy version where you can get lots of vegetables and parents will be excited. Then you can still charge a good price point on it. They don't even be wanting to give the vegetables. I remember back in the day, Fridays, they had yeah. veggies, fruit. Mm-hmm. They never mm-hmm. got the veggies and fruit as a side. Barely. Always the fries. So yeah. They don't even appreciate that shit. At all. Mm-hmm. So, Some, yeah. Yeah. So it, thank you, restaurants, for exiting out the kids' menus. It's not even not even necessary. But yeah, if you're gonna do it, make it fly. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Not co- it doesn't have to be complex, but just something. Yeah, something cool for the kids. Just yeah, that regular. I like that idea. I like that idea. Let's just give a regular. We need else. to do a search for the best kids' menu. Oh, I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Something out of the box. Yeah. Not just chicken like fingers that. and fries or pasta or some bullshit. Yeah. So if you guys have any suggestions, make sure you um, slide in a place that does have an amazing kids' menu that's creative, chef influenced. Um, email us that at heyhqs at gmail.com so we could check them out. And you never know, there might be an incentive for you on the other end, too. So, so another thing. Deeps. Another thing that my restaurant does not do is that we don't roll silverware, which is amazing. Okay, we so don't have to roll silverware. Where is it at? So we just polish it and mm-hmm. it's placed on a um, app plate with a napkin on top, fork, knife. So it is in like a in a cute little like box to the side, and we just reset the the tables, but we don't have to sit and roll silverware. Okay, so is it placed on the tables every day, mm-hmm. right? And so then, like, mm-hmm. if you just need to do, you could just bring over a mise and paul or something to send it over. I mm-hmm. love that. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. It's so less time-consuming. It saves probably a lot of linens um, mm-hmm. as well. Um, because, yeah, the rolling silverware, it just it just gets old, okay? Yeah. It just gets old and I, I remember I, I remember like Fridays back in the day you had to like was it by your server count how much silverware you had to I think that's not your server, your customer account, like how much silverware you had to roll at the end of the night. It was something crazy like that. I remember mm-hmm. having a stash, you had to do it this way and then that way. It was like a yep, yep, big yep, thing, yep. like mm-hmm. It's like you're scarred from fucking rolling silverware. So our side work. I can never get this, away from it. Yeah, our side work <laughs> at this restaurant is very minimal. We don't really have a lot of side work and like crazy things. Like I know some places you got to do sauces and 
mm-hmm, portion mm-hmm, sauces. Mm-hmm. I worked at places like that. We don't even have ranch. Like we don't. We're very mm-hmm. minimal. Everything is like any sauces we have are homemade, and they're not like that. They don't. We're they're just not on the plate like that. So I heard a lot of feelings. People asking for ranch and honey mustard. Sorry, I don't have it. Like, and it's amazing. But um, yeah, that's one one of the things I really like is that we just don't have a lot of side work and we do not <laughs> roll fucking silverware. Thank the gods. That's awesome. I think that that's a smarter approach. It saves more time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it's super helpful. I feel like it's just adds more work. You have to have the space to roll. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really annoyed this week because I had to roll 75 silverware when I only had 20 guests. So I'm like, that's mm-hmm. like three times the silverware. Mm-hmm. And I was on time, like, and like, I was like, you know, doing my parts so of so like side work and no one else was. So it was annoying that you want to give me a lot of silverware to roll when I didn't even have a bunch of gifts. My money mm-hmm. was, was not residing mm-hmm. in all that silverware account. So, um, but like with most caterings, it just depends which kind of catering I'm doing. If we're doing something a little bit nicer, it goes on the table. Silverware should go on the table. Yeah, you know, it just I feel like it looks nice. Now mm-hmm. I get in certain restaurants, it doesn't go with their concept, and it right. helps them with the paper napkin situation. So mm-hmm. I get that too. Um, however, I feel like there has to be a balance. Like if you have a buster, like all right, bet they bust the tables, they wipe it down, and most of the time they don't really like sweep or anything like that, so they can roll silverware. Like they're not yeah. busy all the time before their shift. They can roll whatever's there. After their shift, they can roll whatever's there. Like you bust, you're making money. It's not our like it should be the restaurant's job to like, okay, let me pay them a good amount of money to release some of the stress off of our team. Mm-hmm. Because it's the, hard to balance. I think the Fridays I worked at here, I think that we had busters that rolled silverware. I feel like that happened. Or they, they helped. To. Or they helped a lot. I don't I can't, it's like foggy now but I feel like that kind of happened I'm not sure but I know we still had a roll but they helped a whole lot with like you know rolling a lot of the silverware hmm. busters used to help with rolling they used to even help with like getting you drinks this and that like you could tell a buster like hey bring waters here or boom mm-hmm. boom boom like they mm-hmm. would do all that now mm-hmm. it's like very like limited of what yeah. they do and you can't find them mm-hmm. you know and over here they ain't really speaking English, so they're not going to give mm-hmm. you what you need. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just where we're at. So it's like, where's that? <laughs> you better pull out that Google Translate. Because anyone mean? who don't speak English at our, we got the phone ready. <laughs> I need you to do this, this, and that. And then they go to it, period. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yes, that's everybody like got the, the Google like Translate the app. I like the minimal situation. I think that every place should kind of go there. It's just so much. Or try it. Try it and see if it works for Mm -hmm. your restaurant. Because there's nothing Mm -hmm. to try it. And because I even feel like, too, with rolled silverware, I feel like there's a lot of more room for error. With the silverware not being clean. Because what I like to do, like, obviously, the tables don't stay set overnight outside. But if in inside in the morning, I'll like go through with a polishing rag and like repolish all the silver because sometimes the lighting is not. Mm-hmm. If it's at mm-hmm. night, like you can't you can't see the best. So mm-hmm. when we have that, you know, that light coming in, we have 
like floor to ceiling windows, you can see more imperfections. So I just go through, repolish all the silverware that's already on the, I'm always doing that because you can just, you see it more. When you, people being fast, trying to get out, that's where right. you get dirty silverware in your fucking roll up. So. Yeah. And that's happened. Yeah. I went to a restaurant mm-hmm. where there was dirty silver in the roll ups and it, what, it like, it puts a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, and you don't even want to get the new silverware. It's because it's mm-hmm. like, well, what if this is in the same batch? Like, I don't want mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. you see it a lot out there where people were like, I don't even want silverware at all. I want to do the plastic wear instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I understand why people do it for their own. Yeah. Whatever. However, I don't like that. I don't like that person doesn't feel even comfortable in your establishment to do it because I mm-hmm. feel like as a as a consumer, if you go out that day to go eat out. You've already accepted that you are gonna accept whatever is being thrown to your body. If it's un, you know, germs, yeah. plates, whatever. You went out to have a good time, not to have to worry about cleanliness of an yeah. establishment. So to really like create the atmosphere where your customers feel like this place is a clean enough place that I don't have to use to go somewhere when there's real plates on the table. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but some people are just like that. Anywhere they go, they're just gonna ask because they just is how they are but they we had a table the other day and we sat them or the host sat them like kind of like deeper in the restaurant it was like one lady she was waiting on someone she was like asked if she could get sat at a different table because the person who was meeting her was still um i don't know what word she used but still like weird about covid and I'm like, well, you don't need to be eating out then. Like, if you're weird about COVID, then you need to stay your ass at home, period. Because mm-hmm. don't matter where you sit at, if it's going to get you, it's going to get you. So, like, makes no sense. Yeah, you need you to want- order to go. Like, if <laughs> yeah, like, make no sense. She's yeah. like, she wanted to sit by the door where everyone's walking in and out, coughing, doing whatever. I wouldn't want to sit by the goddamn door. I would want to be away from everybody in my own little corner rather than sitting where there's more traffic of people coming by me. But what do I know? But I just found that to be so interesting, like go home (laughs) or to go cook your own food. So you don't even have to worry. No stress. Yeah. true. But people are people. Yeah, or how they're worried about COVID, but they go to the buffet. I'm like, eh, I don't think I understand. Yeah. That, but yeah. you know, do do y'all do y'all makes no sense. Um, we were um other other day at work talking about um monkeypox, and like we were just talking about just like the things of like what people were doing during COVID, and I was asking everybody like, what did y'all do? Because I like food and bed wasn't my main job when it happened. So just asking everyone what they did for money, like how was unemployment, just those things. And um, everyone was just telling their stories and like what they did to stay safe and just things like that. And I was like, yeah, when I pump gas, I still wear gloves. Um, And everyone thought that was just so crazy. And I'm just like, there's a million people that touch this shit (laughs) before you get to it. I I don't see any problem in just being safe because you're going to get in your car. Yeah, you can sanitize your hands, but if you can just already have the extra barrier, 
why not? It's just a classic love. And this girl was like, she said when I worked with her again, she was like, I went and got gas and I was thinking about you and your love. Like, <laughs> yeah, get you some. Keep them in the car, girl, because one thing I'm not going to do is touch that shit with my bare hands. Period. <laughs> but it just made you, it just made you be more on point about being clean. Things that we probably should have been doing way before. But I'm thankful for the extra clean, clean tips because even like working in a restaurant, like we touch so much shit and especially with monkeypox, like, and people are so quick to like eat things or if there's like dead food or something or whatever, like people are so quick to eat and put in like, no, like I will get a fork. I'm getting something like, I just feel like back in the day, we just didn't think we just would just grab a fry, do this, do that, and just not think twice about it. Because and it wasn't as crazy enough floating around either. So it's yeah. like, it was like, but it's okay, still germs. But, um, it's still germs though. Like if we think it about is. it, like we, you, I mean, we're not, we're never going to think about all the million times we got sick or had a cough or whatever, but it came from something like some type of germ. So it's just some things that we probably should have always been doing, making sure we're always washing our hands or, using something instead of, you know, just little things like that, that are really small, like don't really take them, take up much time, but like just things like that. Like I see people doing very questionable things all the time and I'm like, what the fuck? So when you cough in, in a few days, I'm like, I did see you <laughs> eating after you clean that table or, you know, cause we really put our hands in so much things touching other people's bodily fluids. So we do. Definitely. I'm always washing my, my hands for sure. For sure. For sure. And I already found the sink that has this, the real hot water. That's my best friend. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I actually always find the sink that has like the hottest water. Mm-hmm. Ever. I, like love, I just love burning. hot water though. Yeah. My skin needs to, to like, burn off. Yeah. With it. Yeah. I love like hot, hot showers. I'm just a hot water mm-hmm. kind of girl. All yeah. Day. And like, so. even like the shoes that I wear at work, like I always have shoes to change in, in my car. I don't, wear the shoes that I wear at work. They don't come inside of my house because I have a small child. He's always on the floor. Like there's so many things that I always wash my hands as soon as I get into the house. I try to make sure I wash them fresh at the end of my shift before I get in my, like before I leave, wash my hands before I even touch Jonah when I get, go to pick him up. I don't touch anything, go straight to the bathroom. And then we can get into it. I used to even change my clothes in the car. Like, I used to be real deep. So I just feel like you just can't, there's no such thing as just being too safe because you just want to protect your family. You don't want to bring anything back to them that could harm them. I have a, you know, grandmother that's 84. Like, I want to make sure that I'm not causing anything I want to try my hardest. So just try to be really mindful of those things. I love that. It's very true. Think of others. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Y'all out here in the streets. Yeah. I love that. You have an affirmation for today? Oh, let me look at my screenshots. Let's see. Ooh, 
never apologize. I don't know this affirmation. I don't know, but never apologize for being a powerful fucking woman. I saw that Ooh. in someone's story and I was like, period. Don't never dim your light. Be who you are. If it makes people uncomfortable, who gives a fuck? Be you, do you. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Very powerful. Um, this one is I belong. My gifts are needed in the world. There is space for my talent and there is space for me. Period. Boom. Um affirming the day and today is eight eight. It's our um mainscape portal. Um, so it's a super dope day to just manifest and focus. Uh, we're in Leo season. So shout outs to all my Leos out there. Um, shout outs to Deanna. We had her on our show. She's the owner of Blondie Salon. It is her birthday on Wednesday the 10th. So shout outs to my boo, Deanna. We love you. And thanks for supporting our show. Happy birthday. And I'm technically a Leo. My moon is Leo. And my hat says Leo right there. So we're coming through. Big Leo energy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We in this thing, y'all. It's a good season. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I could find out or whisper is a way, like when you have like sun, moon, and risings, like what your birthday would be in those like other ones. Because I want, I want to have a Leo birthday. What do you anime mean, birthday. Like, like I want to have a birthday in my Leo season and in my May season. Oh, like, like the degrees in time. Yeah, yeah like so. I wish I like mm-hmm. my birthday could be, you know, August, you whatever, or July, whatever. So that would be mm-hmm. lit. Just making up things that that could be cool to have two birthdays. That's all. I just, want two, I just want two birthdays. Period. Boom. <laughs> <Well, funny laughs> I mean, I want two birthdays. And that's my favorite number. So if anyone knows a way or knows how, let us know so we can figure that out, how we can get two birthdays. Yeah. What about just celebrating the whole month? Mm, I don't know. I need I need a day. I need the actual day oh, to solidify. Yeah. Mm, to solidify it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, we can celebrate the whole month every month, you know? In that case, I need a day. To say this is my birthday for my Leo moon rising. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cheers to that. So let us know, all y'all astrologists. I feel like it's out there. Hit us up. It is. Oh, yeah. Uh, One other, I went to a, it was like a little pop up for Black owned businesses in Legacy West out in Plano, Texas. And I got um, this really nice room spray. Um, and she had some candles. So it's called Stunkle mm-hmm. and Co. A black owned business. And she had a really good room spray and um, candles. She makes everything herself. And they all have different names and different essential oils. But her main focus is that she likes to use different essential oils. So mm-hmm. I got, um, she also uses aromatherapy with her essential oils. So I have a manifest spray. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. And she has like different like little sages um, and different crystals and stones and her other stuff. It smells so good. 
can put it, you know, in your sheet in the car. It smells mm -hmm. amazing. So manifest spray. And then she got this cute little candle that has stones in it. And she has like, they're really good pricing too. So like mm -hmm. you can get the small ones or the big version. So it was nice that you have options. Mm -hmm. um, so if you just want to try it out, you want to give a gift, things like that. So you can see that has like the different stones inside of it. it smells mm -hmm. so good and clean. So shout outs to her. She was hustling out there she's also a real estate agent during by during the day and she does her business on the side so she's been she said since like 2010 or something so really long time um so you guys check out um sparkle and co i'll uh tag her info um on our page i love room space room sprays i got one um i feel like we talked about them a long time ago dear sunday she has candles and she oh, came uh -huh. up with room, room sprays and they're fire um, I have one that's right there. It's like literally my favorite. Sometimes I'm like, hey, bitch, stop spraying. But they're amazing, especially if someone's about to come over. Or just for me, I, I just love a good scent. So, yeah, yeah. it just makes you feel scents. good. It's like a luxury. Like, I don't know. It's just like a part of self-care to like create the vibe in your space. I love it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I love definitely. room sprays and candles. Love it. Yeah, and since it's just good to keep um, a clean palette um, for mm -hmm. yourselves, guys. Um, and then plus, and like, I think with these, like they're actually putting something like natural and good in the air, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So I love. It. Well, it's always a plus when it's like vegan or organic or something like that, and you know the person's making it themselves. Always a plus. I would rather that than buying something from like a big box place. For sure. So that's lit. And they're just like you said, great gifts. Like, and they're inexpensive. So no one's going to be sad that they got a room spray or a candle. Nobody. <laughs> because if you item. don't want it, you can re gift that bitch. Okay. Yes, that's absolutely. the best. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Essential items. And if you're gifting mm -hmm. something, get something that's re giftable. Because I re gift a lot of gifts that I get. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's just not my jam, so. Yeah, and something that's like, I feel like we've talked about this before, but that's like hospitable. Like if you're going to someone's house for the first time, bring a little candle or a room spray or something, you know, like, mm -hmm. or someone just moved a little housewarming gift, a small plant, room spray, candle. Like my mom does it all the time. I learned that from her. Like someone just moved to a place, she'll buy them a money tree, a money plant. Nice. Or some type of plant um, for their house and a candle. Um, so yeah, definitely got that from her. I love so, that. Oh yeah. Things. And then I haven't got to really use it yet, but if you guys have a house guest over, create you guys a welcome little house bag for your guests mm -hmm. that are coming, have a little candle so they can burn it in there in your guest room and mm -hmm. whatever little knickknacks you want to get. One day I'm gonna have that basket for, for guests. I ain't mm -hmm. really got there yet, but that basket for your, for your guests, a little candle. Mm -hmm. Little spray, mm -hmm. little lotion, whatever. It's the nice things thing. to be hospitable. Um, and guess what, you guys? The thought is free. The effort just takes a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. really you can get that stuff from like Dollar Tree, like Dollar Tree, or like right. you know, a little section at Walmart where with the toiletries mm -hmm. that cost like a dollar or two, easy. And Target because they got the um, what is it, Sephora in there. Or what is it? Oh, what? um, yeah, Target. it's like an Ulta. 
Ulta. So mm. they have that. So they have a bunch of little travel size things in there, masks for your face, for your hands, like all kinds of shit in there. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it's dangerous. So yeah, pretty easy, easy piece. I'm, I feel really good. I've been slowing down on my Target shopping. Very proud of myself. Because I used to oh, probably yeah. shop there weekly, weekly mm. basis. So... I'm doing better on <laughs> my target on my target runs because one day a girl, a girl loves her target. Mm, of course, of course. Who wouldn't? Who yeah. wouldn't? It's it's easy not to love. I was actually thinking earlier, dang, I might need to go to Target this week, but I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chill. <laughs> I haven't been in a minute, but I'm like I'm going through withdrawals. What do I need already. from Target? Nothing, girl. You don't need nothing. Nada. <laughs> so just keep it, keep it copacetic, Johnny. Yeah, if you want to start a Target support group, <laughs> let me know. I'm here. I'm here for it. We can be each other's support. But make sure you yeah. follow us on Instagram, hospitality underscore queens. You can follow me at Whitney White One underscore. Check out my reels, and I'm about to drop the one for Freddy's sometime this week. So stay tuned. Love that, and you can follow me. Get toned with E on Instagram, and get toned wellness also on Instagram for all your wellness needs and healing crystals and activewear. Period. And until next time. Peace up. Eight down down. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs>